Okay, so here we go. We're going to start in a seated position. So uh, find a seated pose, a seated shape that feels comfortable. So maybe you're sitting cross-legged on the mat. Maybe you're sitting with your uh, hips, with your uh, bottom on a blanket or a block. Maybe you have the legs tucked underneath you. Maybe you have your legs out in front of you. You might experiment with a few different shapes to find what feels, um, what feels comfortable. So we're gonna start with the comfort. Create a position that we want to be in. So find that pose. And once you're there, close your eyes. Find a place to rest your hands, possibly on your knees or thighs. Now we'll begin this process of arriving on our mats, in our bodies, in this specific space and time by starting to notice the sounds surrounding us. Listen. What do you hear? Do you hear noise from the world outside the room that you're sitting in? Then consider your relationship to that noise. Do you immediately have an association with that noise? Perhaps even a, a judgment of that noise, like, oh, that's annoying, <laughs> or that's too loud. So notice those thoughts. And that's okay to be having those thoughts. And notice sounds uh, in, the, in a closer vicinity. So what can you hear um, in, the, in the room that you sit in? My voice, perhaps the sound of your computer, maybe a fan, maybe a heater. Again, you might notice uh, thoughts or feelings that you have about those sounds. And that's okay. It's okay to have feelings about the sounds. Part of my thinking is that if we uh, accept our thoughts, accept our feelings, then we might be able to move past them. Move past them and arrive more fully in the moment.
Begin to notice your breathing. Can you hear your breath? The sound is likely subtle, but we're going to turn up the volume on the breath by beginning the practice of ujjayi pranayama, also known as, in English, the triumphant uprising breath. So to practice this breath, draw a gentle contraction in at the back of your throat, shrinking the area through which you draw air into your lungs and let air escape your body. And that contraction will cause your breath to have an aspirant sound. I like to think of the sound similar to the sound of ocean waves. So begin to listen carefully for the sound of your own breathing as you gradually grow the breath. So growing the breath means that as you inhale, you start to fill the lungs more. As you exhale, you begin to empty the lungs more completely. So we often associate yoga, the practice of yoga, with the practice of stretching. So already we are stretching, we are expanding the capacity of our lungs. I'm going to stay with this analogy of breath like ocean waves and we're going to think about the tide coming in, the tide of the breath rising along with this idea of the triumphant uprising breath. So we'll do uh, three breaths. The first one will be an inhale count of five and an exhale count of five. The second breath will be an inhale count of six an exhale count of six. And the third biggest breath will be an inhale count of seven and a slow exhale count of seven. So join me, exhale, empty your lungs. And inhale for one, two, three, four, five. Exhale with control, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, exhale, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Biggest breath in, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, exhale, seven, six, five, 
four, three, two, and one. Resume your breath. So you can choose to experiment with the Ujjayi Pranayama breathing technique throughout the practice, or you can release that contraction at the back of your throat. Flutter your eyes open and take your arms to your sides. Turn the palms to face the front of the room as you draw your shoulder blades onto your back. So the heads of your arm bones, the space where your arms plug into your shoulders, move that back to broaden the chest and open the heart. As you inhale next, sweep your arms overhead, reach up out of the waistline, lengthen up through the fingertips, and then exhale, take the arms back down, staying heavy through the legs and hips. Inhale, arms Reach up, lengthen through the sides of the waistline, and exhale, arms down. One more time, synchronizing breath and movement. Inhale, reach the arms up, and exhale, bring them back down. Okay, again, we're going to inhale to sweep the arms up, and then as we exhale, we're going to turn the chest to the left wall, land the right hand on the left thigh and the left hand behind. Inhale, come on back up through center, reach up, And exhale, we're going to revolve the chest towards the right wall. Land the left hand on the thigh, right hand behind. Inhale up. Exhale, open right. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, open the chest left. Touch the hands down or right. Inhale up. And then exhale, open left. This time we're going to hold. So uh, right hand on the left thigh, left hand behind. Use the right hand against the thigh to revolve the right ribs towards the left wall, keeping the spine tall. So not leaning any weight into the left fingertips. We're just using that hand kind of to prop the chest up, keep the heart lifting. And then you might eventually start to take the gaze over the left shoulder towards the back wall. Notice the legs and hips. Try to settle down through the legs and hips. So feel the weight of your lower body anchoring you to the earth as you grow tall. Lift up out of your waistline. Think about extending up, lifting, growing taller through the crown of your head. And then as I often say, you might note the expression on your face. So often in yoga, we might, be, um, <laughs> we might be expressing something that we're not aware of. So what might your face be telling you about your experience of, uh, of the practice? So again, this um, the resistance might be a big part of your practice, especially if you are uh, new, uninitiated, to this talk, to these movements. So notice how that might manifest in the facial expression. And then, if possible, soften there. And notice if the softening of the face might bring some uh, new awareness to the moment, to the uh, physical experience of this shape. Then let's inhale, come back through center, sweep the arms overhead, and then exhale, open the chest towards the right wall. Land the left hand on the right thigh, right hand behind. 
And then again, use the left hand against the thigh. So push the hand into the thigh to pull the uh, left ribs towards the right. And then again, you can lift your right hand for a moment, just to making sure that that hand isn't bearing weight. Just pushing the fingertips down to lift the chest up. And eventually the gaze goes back over the right shoulder. Might be, uh, again, um, uh, valuable to notice the face. Allowing you to notice, be more aware of your experience. So that's a that's kind of a tricky thing in yoga that um, I I think that um, we put importance we put value on how the poses look how our bodies express the poses but um, one and I think that in a way it does have value but um, the way that it has value in my mind is that um, it has value in that maybe the way that we express something um, outwardly uh, reveals how we are experiencing our bodies inwardly in a way that we might not otherwise be aware of, if that makes sense. Inhale, come back to center, sweep the arms overhead, and then exhale, hands to thighs. So we're going to start to do some um, hip exploration with some movement of the upper body. So first bring the chest forward. And then reach the shoulders towards the left, back. So you're doing big circles with the chest, the upper body, um, and putting pressure down through different points of your seat. So this is kind of hard to explain to those who don't have the visual aid here. <laughs> but it's a pretty simple movement. I'm just uh, rolling rolling around, staying in my cross-legged seated position. And then I'm going to send the upper body off in the opposite direction. Now either making, uh, going counter to uh, what you were doing a moment ago. And then come back to center. Inhale, arms overhead. And then exhale, start to hinge at the hips. So meaning that, um, that you're trying to keep uh, your lower spine long rather than the low spine rounding. So uh, first, put your fingertips on the floor in front of you. Legs and hips stay rooted. Reach your heart forward. So trying to create length along the front of your body. Reach the heart forward and then start to slowly walk the hands forward as you uh, drape or lay down the length of your torso over the thighs. When you can't reach any further forward, you might release the head down, keeping the legs, the thighs, the hips uh, settling, rooted, heavy towards the earth. And then once you find your forward folded shape, uh, come back to breath. And then consider this concept of using the breath to explore the entire body. 
So that's a concept that was very strange to me when I first started yoga. Like, how does the breath go into any other part of my body uh, beyond my lungs? Because that's, that's where I know the breath is going. Uh, but consider this, uh, this idea that the breath is, um, the breath can be used as a, a vehicle for energy movement throughout the body. That's kind of a key concept uh, in the asana, the posture practice. So as you inhale, you might send this idea of awareness or prana, vital energy, into different parts of the body, the low back, the, um, the shoulders, the neck, wherever it might be, whatever points of interest you're finding in this shape. And then as you exhale, there's an expansion or an expression or a um, surrender of this energy back outward, back downward, back upward, whatever direction, every direction. And again, this is kind of yoga speak. This, um, this notice how you uh, notice if, <laughs> if you accept this language, if you don't accept this language. And uh, it's okay either way. Let's push back up to the seated position. Uncross your legs. And we're going to take the legs out in front. Feet hip-width distance. Your hands can cup the fronts of your knees or behind your thighs. Inhale, bring the chest forward. Roll the shoulders back. Tilt the chin up. Heart lifts. And then exhale, round the spine. So uh, bring your chin towards your chest and round the back body. Inhale, pull the chest forward. Shoulders roll back. Chin goes up. And then exhale, round the spine. So you're like contracting or shrinking the front of your body to expand and open the back of the body. Continue to move through these two shapes with your breath. You can get the feet working here. So as you exhale, you can point actively through the toes, lengthen along the tops of the ankles. As you inhale, you can flex the feet. Pull the toenails back towards the shins, pointing the toes towards the ceiling. And explore these movements just as you would the cat and cow uh, sequence. So if you're familiar with that, the inhale, contracting the back, opening the front. The exhale, contracting the front of the torso, opening up the length of the back body. And from here, come uh, release all that. Stop doing it. <laughs> uh, shift your hips towards the top third of your mat and then bring your knees together. We're going to roll along the spine. So you might exhale to roll onto your back, pull your knees towards your face, uh, and then exhale to roll forward or, you know, synchronize the breath in some way as you rock and roll along the spine. Do this a few times. Just notice what you're feeling. It can be 
kind of a playful, uh, a playful movement here. The movements might start to get bigger. And just like the tide coming in, not every wave is bigger than the last wave. Even when the tide is coming in, you might just over time gradually start to build, um, build a wider range of motion, a bigger wave, but not every wave. Okay, come back to uh, seated, feet on the floor, and then push your way up to a standing forward fold. So um, this might require a block or blocks or a blanket underneath the hands as you fold forward. So fingertips or hands either on blocks or the mat in front of you. Place your feet hip width distance apart, lift and spread your toes, and then bend your knees, rest your torso on your thighs, let your upper body hang forward. So you're using the support of the legs, the height of the hips to let the upper body cascade forward. Take hold of opposite wrist, forearms or biceps. And then you might start to sway the upper body side to side. You might like to shake the head yes and no. So with this movement, perhaps creating more awareness in the back body, in the shoulders, in the neck. And then by becoming aware of areas where we hold tension, can we consciously begin to surrender some of that tension, accept and release? <laughs> Eventually find yourself in relative stillness in this forward folded shape. Again, this concept of connecting uh, breath with movement of energy. So consider you might have resistance to this concept. It might seem silly or some other, uh, <laughs> some other adjective. Um, but the invitation is to consider uh, movement of energy rising up from the earth, lifting along the backs of the legs, cooling in the hips, and as you exhale, that same energy cascading, surrendering down the length of your spine, from your hips, through your elbows, through the crown of your head, back to the earth. And then consider what other, what other thoughts might be coming up in relation to this shape, in relation to this moment, to these instructions. And consider what you, whatever your thoughts are, they're okay. They're, it's okay to have, uh, have resistance. It's okay to be critical. And then bring your fingertips back to the floor in front of you. Press your feet down and slowly begin to lift your hips higher as you lengthen along the backs of the legs. Now, actively extend the crown of your head towards the floor. You might draw the shoulders up away from the ears to lengthen the sides of the neck. 
then keeping the legs as they are, hips lifting skyward. Now bring your, uh, can you grab your wrists or can you grab your ankles with your hands? So it might, again, require you to bend your knees to grab the ankles with the hands. And then pull on your ankles with your hands as you draw your chin and chest uh, past or extending past the top of your mat. So pushing the feet down, pulling up and forward with your hands as you reach your chest forward. And then exhale, pull yourself down. So pull up with the hands on the legs, extend the crown of your head towards the floor. And then inhale, lift halfway, pulling up with the hands, reaching the chest forward, trying to lengthen across the front of the chest. And then exhale, pull yourself down. Now grabbing the backs of your legs, lifting up with the hands, extending the crown of the head down, lifting the shoulders away from the ears. One more time. Inhale, pull up on the ankles, pull up on the shins, roll the shoulders back. And then exhale, pull up with the hands, extending the crown of the head down. Just a new way to explore. And then inhale, push down with the feet, rise all the way up to standing, palms together. Stay here with the breath. Push down with the feet, reach with the fingertips, and consider that we are going from uh, that forward fold into a standing position. And you might notice how that feels a little weird. You might feel a little um, lightheaded in that uh, transition from going uh, to, from the head down to the head up. And then head forward, gaze forward, hands in front of the heart. Press your palms together, widen your elbows apart, broaden your collarbones. Lengthen along the back of your neck, considering getting taller, pushing the top of the head higher. And now feel the strength of your legs beneath you. Tone the legs. So tone the legs. It's like you're, you're trying to show how strong your legs are. So you're trying to show somebody, look at my leg muscles. So flex or uh, tone, strengthen the legs beneath you. They're holding you up. They're so strong. Recognize them, appreciate them possibly. And again, there might be resistance to this kind of self-talk. Maybe you don't like telling yourself that you're, maybe it feels foreign or uncomfortable to tell yourself that you are strong. Notice that. And again, it's okay. Everything that goes on in your head in yoga practice, let's try to, let's try to see it. Let's try to accept it. And then again, this idea that by accepting it, there's a, po- there's a possibility of moving past that, of creating a new dialogue. No matter how long we've been practicing, there's the opportunity to create a new conversation. As you inhale next, sweep your arms overhead, palms touch as you reach up, and then exhale, flow forward, possibly bending the knees slightly as you fold in. Inhale, grab the legs, pull the shoulders back, reach the chin and chest forward. Exhale, pull up on the legs, extend the crown of the head down. 
Inhale, rise to stand, push down, reach up, palms touch. Exhale, hands to heart center. Again, inhale, sweep the arms up, reach up. Exhale, fold forward, fingertips to the block or the floor. Inhale, pull up on the legs, shoulders back. Exhale, pull up on the legs, crown of the head down. Inhale, push down, reach up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands to heart center. And now let's step to the middle of the mat. Step down onto your left foot and bring your right heel to a hover. So reach down through the heel, establish a steady gaze. Again, maybe soften the face. Balance on the left leg. Again, strong left leg. Feel the connection between your left foot and the earth. Then you can, I like to think about roots here, uh, the extension of energy from the body into the earth, keeping you stable, supported. And then from here, we're going to bend the knee, make circles with the right foot. Exploring a range of motion of the right ankle, and then turn that circle in the other direction. If this is, um, if you're just suffering through this because you're having a hard time balancing and that's getting frustrating to you, you could always come to a wall. Okay, foot, uh, heel in a big circle, range of motion here one direction and the other direction. And then let's do the whole knee. Big circles with the knee or more of an elliptic, uh, ellipses shape. Exploring the range of motion of your leg in the hip socket and then the other direction. Be curious. So again, this, this idea that we're, um, okay, right heel back to a hover, and then right foot down, shake out the left leg. Okay, right foot grounds, left heel to a hover. Feel the strength of the right leg as you seek balance, as you grow roots. So yeah, again, this, this idea that, um, that, <laughs> There is value to knowing um, how your body expresses the poses, that how, uh, how we can align with these specific instructions. But perhaps the value is in that information that you can garner from what, from what your body can do and how your body does express these things. Because maybe just like the face, just like the facial expression, maybe you're finding out something that you didn't know. You didn't have access to that information until you put your body into that shape. Like you might not know that you hold tension in your left hip until you do a pigeon pose and you can do it really well on one side and then you can barely create the shape on the other side. Okay, Uh, left knee up, big circles with the toes. 
in the other direction. Maybe some interesting popping sounds happening. And then uh, foot, foot action, big circles with the whole foot, the ankle. And the other direction. And then big circles with the knee when you're ready. Again, always the option of coming to a wall for support. And the other direction. Okay, but heel back to a hover and left foot down. Okay, we are going to do our uh, C salutations and build a little heat here. So if you haven't done these with me before, they're pretty fun, um, but they're, pro they're likely new if you haven't done them with me, because <laughs> I'm the only one who knows about them, just kidding. Okay, so uh, start at the top of your mat, and you can do these with your feet together, but there is a little balancey trick here that happens, which uh, will be more easily achieved with your feet hip width distance apart. So try it e either way. So come to your mountain pose, just means standing at the top of your mat. And then as you inhale, sweep your arms overhead, palms touch as you look up. Exhale, fold forward, fingertips to the floor, blocks in front of you. Inhale, you can grab the shins again, shoulders back. Exhale, pull down and uh, bring your fingertips behind you. So you might be able to get your fingertips behind you. You might not. Fingertips might come to the sides of the feet. Either way, we're going to sit our hips down as though we're sitting into an imaginary chair. So thighs come parallel to the floor. And then as you inhale next, reach your arms forward as your hips stay low. And then exhale, we're going to bend the knees, getting the butt on the floor, and then sweep the legs overhead. Inhale, come back up, half chair. So balance on your feet, reach your arms forward, hips in the chair, and then exhale, hips high, head low, fold forward. Inhale, push through the feet to rise up, arms overhead. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. That's one. We'll do three more. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sit down in your chair. Inhale, arms forward. Exhale, sink the hips. Sweep the legs overhead. Inhale, come on back up. Balance in the half chair. Exhale, push with the feet. Lift the hips, fold forward. Inhale, rise to stand, arms overhead. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Again, inhale, lift up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, sit the hips into the chair. Inhale, arms forward. Exhale, lower the hips, sweep the legs overhead. Inhale, come on back up, balance. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, rise to stand, reach the arms overhead, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. Last one. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, come on, half, leg, half lift. Exhale, sink the hips into the chair. Inhale, arms forward, hips low. Exhale, sink the hips, sweep the legs overhead. 
Inhale, come on back up, half chair. Exhale, push the feet down, lift the hips up, flow forward. Inhale, push down, reach up, rise to stand, arms overhead. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. As I say, come back to the mountain. So take a moment in this shape again, feeling the strength of your legs beneath you, holding you up. So have you ever seen a newborn baby? <laughs> they don't, they can't even hold their heads up. So it takes so much strength and balance to stand on two legs. So recognize that ability in you. It might seem like nothing that you can stand up, but it is something. Feel the strength of your legs, the uh, openness, the broadness of the heart space, of the chest, as you turn your palms forward, move the heads of your arm bones back. And then as you inhale next, sweep the arms overhead, and then interlace your fingers behind your skull. So the fingers are interlaced behind the skull, and hook the thumbs below the skull. So um, that little ridge where the back of your skull uh, connects with your neck, place your thumbs there. And then widen your elbows out to either side of the room. As your elbows widen out, now notice the upper back. Uh, I, I'm thinking that there is a sense of toning in, of strengthening, of flexing the muscles of the upper back drawing the shoulder blades together behind your heart. So again, connect with the strength of your legs, the connection of your feet into the earth, and then tilt your gaze up and chin up. Connect with breath. As you inhale, get a sense of expansion in the heart space. I like to use the analogy of filling a helium balloon. So as you inhale, Imagine a helium balloon in your chest filling, expanding with breath. Then as you exhale, let the lightness of your heart, let that balloon float, lift skyward. So this might be interesting. This might be intense. Stay here. Notice. If you would like to go into a back bend, then start to look along the ceiling, keep your legs strong beneath you, feet rooting into the earth, and then curl back, as you, as you initiates now, into the unknown, <laughs> into the unknown, look back, curl back, lift the heart, Strengthen, surrender. Chest forward, elbows forward, head comes up last, and then arms to your sides. Circle the shoulders one direction, and then circle the shoulders in the other direction. <sighs> okay, we're going to do that again. If you can figure it out, we're going to put the hands behind the head with the opposite interlace of the fingers. Can you figure it out? I never can. <laughs> To be honest, I never can, but I like to think about it. Push down through the feet. Again, strengthen the legs. Widen the elbows out. The thumbs cupping the base of the skull with this intention of keeping the neck long. 
Tilt the gaze up. Connect with your helium balloon. You might even uh, imagine a color or a pattern on your helium balloon. Inhale, inflate the balloon. Exhale, let the balloon float up. So the higher your heart is in this shape, the longer your spine is. The longer your spine is, the more space you have to curl back into the unknown. Look back, curl back. A balance of strength and vulnerability as you move into an unknown space, an unseen space behind you. And then when you're ready, ribs forward, chest forward, elbows forward, head comes up last, arms by your side again, circles with the shoulders, one direction, and the other direction. Okay, sweep the arms overhead, reach up, look up, exhale, fingertips to the floor or blocks in front of you, release the head down, walk it out, walk out that forward fold, bending one knee at a time, uh, shifting the hips from side to side, releasing tension from the low back, letting the upper body hang once again, countering our back bending pose, bringing some relief to the low back, some attention to the outer hips. And you might like to bend the knees, lift up onto the toes, sit the hips to the heels, do that once, do it twice. What the heck, if it feels good, do it a third time. And then push the feet down, lift the hips up, one more deep forward fold. So we're gonna inhale, grab the shins, pull the shoulders away from the ears, come up halfway, and then exhale, wrap the hands behind the legs, Pull up with the hands on the legs, push down with the feet, lift the shoulders away from the ears, lengthening the sides of the necks, extend the crown of your head towards the earth, push your belly towards your thighs, push your face towards the space between your legs, fold deeply into yourself. And then once again, grab the ankles, pull the chest forward, half lift. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise. Push with the feet, reach with the arms, look up. Exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. Glad you're still with me. <laughs> Thanks for being here this morning. Um, I hope you are enjoying this practice. I was so excited to get to the mat this morning. Okay, take your feet um, apart for goddess pose. So as I always say in this pose, um, that you probably will adjust your feet when you go down into this shape. So generally, heels are about uh, a yard apart, three feet apart, and the toes are turned out at about a 45 degree angle. Remember that in yoga, when you bend your knees, you want your knees to point in the same direction that your toes are pointing in these standing positions. Hands to hips, roll the shoulders back as though you're, you have a billowing superhero cape behind you, so there's this strength and pride in your expression. And then begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes, squatting your hips down. So keep the upper body upright, 
Adjust your feet so that as your thighs come close to parallel with the floor, your knees are over the heels. Extension through the inner thighs, contraction through the outer hips, shoulder blades on the back, and then inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, bring your left arm underneath your right arm. Attempt to bring palms together. If palms can't reach, grab shoulders. Lift the elbows. If you have the hands, forearms away from the face. Extend through the inner thighs. Contract through the outer hips. Weight in the heels. Upper body back. Notice the face. Accept the, accept the moment. Accept the noise for five, four, three, two, and one. Push down with the feet, straighten the legs, sweep the arms overhead. Exhale, right arm underneath the left, and bend the knees in the direction of the toes. Bring those hips on back down. Grab hands or grab shoulders, lift elbows. If you have hands, forearms away from the face. Back body as though against a wall. So lengthen down through the tailbone. Draw your upper body back. Extend through the inner thighs. Contract through the outer hips. Weight in the heels. Notice the face. Listen to the noise. <laughs> For five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten the legs. Sweep the arms overhead. And exhale. Release your arms to your sides. Heel toe your feet about hip width distance apart. Now here's where things get really wacky. We're going to go and get our invisible hula hoops. So uh, remember to give your hula hoop a color or pattern, make it more real. Mine is, uh, what is mine? Purple with yellow polka dots, something like that. It always changes. Strap on your hula hoop, <laughs> put it around your waist, and then Make a few fluid movements with the hula hoop, one direction. So feet are hip width distance, knees are hip width distance. There's a softness, a fluidity to the movement here. Okay, other direction. Send that hula hoop off. Hula hooping is just so relaxing. Get yourself a hula hoop this holiday season. Okay, grab the hula hoop, toss it off, and uh, have some blocks handy, or a blanket for options as we come into a wide-legged forward fold. So for this one, forgot the name of this pose all of a sudden. Uh, take your feet wide apart, the Sanskrit name. Uh, take your feet wide apart, and wide is relative in this pose. So as you actually open up the back body, you're gonna walk your feet closer together. So start with the feet as wide as you can comfortably stand. Uh, turn the toes in just slightly, and then tone the muscles up your legs. So a couple different ways to describe this. So again, this concept of, hey, look how strong my legs are. If you wanted somebody to look at your legs and make them look really strong, what would you do? Also, um, I use this idea of pulling on really, the feeling of pulling on really tight pants. So hugging the skin to the muscle, muscle to the bone, then everything lifting up. So do that with your legs, hands to hips, shoulders back, heads of the arm bones move back, front of the chest expands, 
Crown of the head reaches towards the sky, get taller. And then exhale, hinge at your hips so that your chest comes parallel to the floor. Tone the muscles of your legs. Again, look how strong my legs are. Push the thigh bones towards the wall that your butt is facing. Extend forward through the crown of the head, lengthen the spine, then place your wrists below your shoulders. So you're in this halfway folded position. Before we go all the way down, let's take a little twist. Bring your right hand below your face. Take your left hand to your low back. Imagine placing a glass of water at your low back. So you wanna create a table with your low back. Don't spill the water, don't tip the table as you revolve your right ribs towards the left wall. Right ribs wrap around, wrap around, move towards the left wall. Left shoulder tries to lift on top of the right shoulder. Keep the legs toned. Make those legs strong. Push the thighs back. Extend forward through the crown of the head. And then possibly look up, possibly reach the left arm to the sky. Always be breathing. Look down, left hand down. Right hand to your glass of water. Keep the legs as they are. Begin to revolve your left ribs towards the right, wrapping the right ribs uh, towards the ceiling, towards the right wall, trying to get the right shoulder to stack on top of the left shoulder. If you've spilled your water, then uh, adjust the hips. Sweep the right arm up, possibly look up. Always be breathing. Notice the face. Hand back down and now we're going for the, the fold. Walk your hands back and extend the crown of your head down. Strengthen the legs, lift the hips, lengthen down through the crown of the head. Notice the weight distribution in your feet. So where is it? Where is it lacking? Where can you root down more fully through the feet? So the, more, the strength of that connection to the earth allows you to lift up along the backs of the legs. Lift into the hips. And as the hips lift, the length of the spine cascades down, 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 reaching back to the earth. So is there something you could place your head on to make that connection between your head and the earth and the ground? So maybe it's a block, maybe it's a tower of blocks, maybe it's a blanket, maybe your head is getting close to the floor, whatever it is, wherever you are, notice, and again, what language, what self-talk is happening, and listen to it, listen to the self-talk, and then decide if you like that. Do you like, do you like to be talked to that way? Do you like to what you're saying to yourself? If not, change the talk, change the dialogue, change the inner monologue, whatever you want to call it.
Meet, uh, meet this moment with curiosity, with a sense of um, exploration, with a sense of um, acceptance about what, what there is to be found here. And then again, always be breathing through this entire class, through this entire life. Keep breathing. Do you want to just go up into a headstand? Is that what you're? Is that what you're hearing? Is that what your body's telling you to do? And you're like, well, she didn't say anything about a headstand, so I'm not going to do it. You know, this is your practice, and um, if your body is telling you to lie on your back in Savasana for the whole practice, that's cool too. Okay, as you're ready, walk your hands back below your shoulders, hands to hips, elbows to the sky, draw back up to stand, and heel toe your feet back towards one another. Step your feet together. Okay, let's do a triangle pose and then we'll, uh, then we'll get out of these uh, standing poses. I'm just feeling a triangle coming on. So if you like, you can place blocks at either side of your mat. Step your feet to the center of your mat, hands together in front of your heart, and as you're ready, hop or step your feet wide apart, extending your arms out to either side of the room, wrist at the height of your shoulders. So this is a pose too. This is not triangle pose, but this is sometimes called five-point pose, I think. Um, so again, this idea of strength in the legs, toning the legs. Imagine you're like, hey, look at my legs. Look how strong they are. What would you do to show off the muscles in your legs? Do that. Reach through the fingertips. Show off the muscles of your arms. Usually you'd bend your elbow, but how can you tone your arms, flex your arms while, uh, without bending the elbows, without actually doing that flexing movement? So arms are strong, legs are strong. Turn your left toes out to, uh, so that they point past the top of your mat. And then turn your right toes in just a smidge. Why the heck not? Chest and hips square forward. And then exhale, let's reach. Today, let's reach over the left leg with the left arm and then try to grab the ankle or the shin. Usually I use that block, but today I'm not feeling the block. If you want to use the block at the outside of the shin, do. Otherwise, grab the ankle, grab the shin, pull up with the left arm. Pull up on the ankle or the leg with the arm. Wrap the left ribs towards the right wall right ribs towards the left wall, pull up with the left arm, reach up with the right arm, look up with the gaze, tone the legs, ground through both feet, so notice that the right foot has gotten lighter, ground down through that right foot, and then expand, this is an expansion pose, expand across uh, the front of the chest, expand down through the right outer foot, what else? What else are you expanding? What else are you noticing? Use this pose to have an experience of your body, to gain insight into the experience of your body. Where are you holding tension? See it, accept it, 
move forward from it. Then pull up with the right arm, come back through center, turn the left toes forward and a little bit in, turn the right toes out to the right, chest squares forward, tone the legs, make them strong, and then reach out through the right fingertips, reach, 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 and grab the top of the right leg, possibly the shin or the ankle, pull up with the right arm, pull up with the right hand, revolve the right ribs forward, Revolve the left ribs back. So again, stacking the shoulders left on top of the right. Reach up with the left fingertips. Possibly look up or if that strains the neck. You might be interested in that strain or you might turn the gaze forward or even down to focus on other things. Notice both feet on the earth. The strength of your legs. And then extend down into the legs. So as you draw up, as you feel that uh, tone, that strength, and then expand, soften, all at once. Keep breathing. Keep being curious. <laughs> Your curiosity might be running short. Notice. Listen. Listen to the noise. And then pull up with the left arm. All ten toes point forward. Hands together in front of your heart. Turn up the outer edges of your mouth. Just because. Exhale, hop or step your feet back together. Okay. I'm going to go grab my hula hoop again. Um, so do you do that? Are you actually getting up and grabbing your hula hoop like a, like a nerd? Um, <laughs> I am. I'm with you. Make your hula hoop. Uh, you know, hula hooping action. It's fun to not take yourself so seriously sometimes. I'm not, I'm not a pro at that. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I take myself pretty seriously a lot of the time. Okay, grab the hula hoop. Send it off in the other direction. Okay. Was it Johnny Carson? He like threw the cue card and it would like make a breaking window sound. Okay, do that. Oh no, it's this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we gotta do our um, inversion. So uh, let's get. I'm gonna continue with our practice of Pinchamayarasana or forearm balance. My mother-in-law sends me these. Um, I'm gonna this I got a break for this. My mother-in-law sent, sent me this um, yoga Christmas tree ornament. So it's pretty cool. It's a ceramic thing. Um, I keep it right here for inspiration for all of us. Um, so <laughs> our pinch my rasana forearm balance. So use uh, the wall if you're ready to kick up. Use the block if you've been enjoying the block. Uh, use a strap if you uh, have the, the difficulty of your elbows uh, widening apart in this shape. So, you know, take your time here. I'm taking my time. You know, we don't have to fill every moment of the practice with intense, uh, <laughs> intense uh, physical sensation. Some of it can be just like 
you know, the yoga of um, adjusting a strap. <laughs> okay, so, you know, I'm doing this. If you want to try this, uh, use a strap up around your elbows to keep your elbows shoulder width distance throughout the pose. And then if you're using the wall, bring the block, I'm going to say a full foot from the wall. Um, and then hands frame the block like so. And then uh, come down to a forearm table position. Hands uh, gripping the mat on either side of the block. Elbows shoulder width distance apart. And consider where is your heart physically in your body? Let the heart weigh towards the floor. So sink the heart down, let the shoulder blades kind of slump together, creating a, a, a fold or a crease between the shoulder blades along the spine. And then draw the shoulders actively away from the ears, keeping the heart low. And then try to lengthen through the middle spine. So by, contr by contracting or uh, toning the abdomen, okay, here's another... Uh, <laughs> Instruction for the uninitiated. What if somebody who's going to punch you in the stomach? <laughs> a very delightful um, concept, right? What if somebody's going to, so you're going to say, oh, punch me in the stomach. So how do you uh, prepare your abdominal muscles for someone to um, punch you in the stomach? So prepare your abdomen like that. Lengthen through the middle spine. And then tuck your toes under. Lift your hips up. Keep your gaze between your forearms and then start to walk your feet little by little forward, lifting your hips high into the air. So as the hips lift higher, don't let the shoulders come forward of the elbows. You want the shoulders directly over the elbows, gaze between the forearms, tone those abdominal muscles. <laughs> this would be a horrible time for somebody to, um, you know, punch you in the stomach, right? Okay, right foot to the, right foot inches towards center, left leg lifts. And then bend the right knee, kick with the left foot. So little kicks, little hops. Getting some air, right? Maybe it's just, you know, a centimeter of air. Maybe a centimeter turns into a uh, 10 centimeters, <laughs> turns into a meter. I've just changed into the metric system all of a sudden. And maybe the heels go to the wall. Once the heels go to the wall, push down through the forearms, lift the shoulders away from the ears, tuck the tailbone up, and then experiment with feet away from the wall. Okay, second side. What did we do? Okay, uh, left foot towards center, right leg lifts. Bend the left knee, kick with the right heel. Little baby kicks. Grow up into adolescent kicks. And then adolescent kicks uh, reach maturity and come all the way to the wall. <laughs> so, uh, be where you are, you know, this is a, uh, like I said, this, like I was implying, this is a lifetime pose. It, um, it takes some growing up. It takes some time, some mature, maturing to get the strength, to get the, um, confidence in your own strength to come on up to balancing on your forearms. Okay. When you're done being curious about that for today, Come into a child's pose. Knees together. Sink your hips to your heels. Extend your arms forward. Melt your forearms, your forehead, down to or towards the earth. 
return to breath. And this was a uh, moment in my um, my uh, practicing yoga with my husband where he really made me think about some of the language that I use because I I said this instruction that I use often is this concept of uh, support the floor. Support, and I, th- I find that, or not support the floor, uh, trust the support of the floor. And he got into like the um, construction of the house and he thought, started thinking about Newton's third law. <laughs> so he, he went to these very, um, uh, this very, uh, what, what would you call it? Just um, literal, very literal uh, interpretation of that. And I was like, and he felt, he was like, oh, that's not what I'm supposed to be thinking about when you say that. And I'm like, that's totally within the realm of what you should be thinking about. Like you thought about something and you noticed what you were thinking about. And that's great. I feel like that's what the, what the practice is. And I feel like you keep doing that. What does it mean for you to feel the support of the earth? For me, my intention in saying that is that you recognize in this moment that this is all you have to do. Uh, and can you trust that this is all you have to do? <laughs> or do you need to be doing other things while your body is doing this supported, relaxing thing? And if it does, let's notice that. Let's take note and decide decide on based on what's happening, if you want that to keep happening or if you want to Steer your experience in a different direction. Okay, take the arms back. Palms turn up. Let the heads of the arm bones round forward. Another way to rest. Okay, let's push up for our camel pose. So let's do our camel pose, our rabbit pose, our deepest back bend, our biggest forward fold. And you might notice in coming up that there's a little bit of reorientation from the forward fold to this upright position. It might feel weird. That's okay. Um, Let's take some breath. Start to settle in. Knees are hip width distance, toes are pointing back. Perhaps you place blocks at the outsides of your ankles, bringing the floor a little bit closer, giving you more access. Uh, Ground through the knees, push down through the feet, grow tall along the spine, and then place your hands in your back pockets. Ha ha, yoga pants don't have back pockets. With your hands in your back pockets, press the flesh of your buttocks downward with this attempt to lengthen the tailbone, with this attempt to uh, ground the knees. And then from that stability, from that grounding, roll the heads of the arm bones back, lengthen the collarbones, lift the heart, turn the chin and gaze up. Again, place that helium balloon in the heart space. Inhale, inflate the balloon, exhale, float the balloon. This might be a good place to stay an interesting place to explore. 
you might start to curl back into the unknown, head back, gaze back. Hands can stay in the back pockets or seek blocks. Hands can stay on blocks or seek heels. You can bring the heels closer to you by tucking the toes under if you so desire. You can keep the head supported back of the neck long. You could look forward or you could release the head back. What helps you become a camel here? <laughs> I'm still perplexed as to why this is camel, uh, other than the, I guess, the shape of the hump. But isn't a camel have, doesn't a camel have two humps and a dromedary has one? Maybe this is actually a dromedary pose. Isn't it interesting to think about? This is what, I, obviously, this is my stream of consciousness uh, experience of camel pose. So I'll be quiet so you can experience your own stream of consciousness, camel pose. Roll the shoulders back, lift the heart up. Listen to the noise. As you're ready, hands to hips. Hips forward, ribs forward, chest forward, head comes up last. Knees together, feet together. Take a seat on your heels. Hands rest on the thighs, shoulder blades down the back. So we're going, that was a back bend. Bending back. Opening the front body, using the strength of the back body. So now we are in a neutral pose where we are at creating a tall spine. Anchor with the breath. Listen to the noise. So this concept that we have, there's things happening in our minds during yoga class. What if we listened? What if we accepted what they were that we might change the dialogue that we don't need to hear? that we don't want to cultivate in ourselves, in our lives. And rather than rejecting it by burying it or trying to turn it down, let's listen. Let's listen to it, accept that it's there, and make the move to change it. Okay, this is a two-humped camel because we're going to do it a second time. Okay, come up to your kneeling position. Hands in those back pockets. Lengthen the tailbone down. Roll the shoulders back. Inflate the chest. Float the heart. When you're ready, if you're ready, hands seek blocks. When you're ready, if you're ready, hands seek heels. Fingers to the insides of the heels. Thumbs to the outsides of the heels. Roll the insides of your elbows out to either side of the room. Keep the head suspended, look forward, or release the head back. Try this. If you have the feet, pull up on the feet with the hands. Pull up, pull up, pull up as you curl back.
When you're ready, hands to hips, hips, ribs, chest, head, forward, feet together, knees together, sink the hips, back to the heels, rest the palms on the thighs. Rock. Get rocky. Before we move into our rabbit shape, let's do this. Arms to your sides, palms forward. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale, open the chest towards the right wall. Land the hands. Inhale, lift up, grow tall. Exhale, open left. Inhale, lift up. Exhale, right once again. Inhale up. Exhale, left once again. Inhale up, cross the thumbs, exhale, fold forward, hinging at the hips. Try to keep the hips low as the head and hands touch down. Inhale, come on back to up, keeping the hips low, using the strength of the core. Exhale, hinge forward, fold forward. Again, inhale, come up. And last time, fold forward, head and hands down. Sweep the arms back, reach for the outsides of the feet, wrap the fingers to the insides of the heels. Push your feet down, lift your hips up, tuck your chin to your chest, pull your forehead towards or to your knees, and then lift the hips, lift the hips, lift the hips. Uh, again, drawing the front body, um, contracting the front body, so um, like you're making folds in the front body as you open and expand the back body. So those, those rolls you might be looking up into in your, um, in your front body. That's part of the pose, man. Look at it. Listen to the noise. Accept it. That's the pose. Contract the front body or compress or um, squish up the front body. <laughs> expand and lengthen the back body. Explore and expand space between the vertebra along your spine. And then hips down, push the hands into the thighs, lift back up once again. Get rocky. Get rocky in rock pose. Eyes closed or soft. Back to breath. Arms to your sides again. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, cross the thumbs. Exhale, come on down. Forehead, hands down, sweep the arms back, grab the outer heels, wrap the fingers to the inside, tuck the chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the knees. Push down with the knees, push down with the feet, lift with the hips. Rabbit pose. Again, why? Why is this a rabbit? And then listen to your own knitter noise. <laughs> What's going on in your head? 
So I'm kind of coming to this, uh, these instructions with the idea of the, the radical self-acceptance, radical self-love. Hips down, push up. Once again, rock pose. Arms to your sides, palms forward. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale, open the chest towards the left and then sweep your legs out to the right. So you're sitting down on your left hip and your right foot or the front of your right ankle is in the arch of your left foot. Um, I believe this is Bharad Vajasta, um, name of a sage pose. Uh, left fingertips behind, right hand crosses to the left thigh, grow tall. Exhale, revolve. So um, with these twisted poses or these revolved poses, I often use the analogy of a spiral staircase. So your awareness is uh, starting at the floor, starting at the place this is where your body is touching the mat. And then your awareness is walking up the spiral staircase around the spine. Spiraling open the chest, possibly eventually taking the gaze over the left shoulder towards the back wall. Again, not, not weight, not too much weight in the left fingertips, just using the left arm to keep the chest propped up. And inhale, counter twist. Come back to center, knees together. Sweep the arms overhead, inhale. Exhale, open the chest to the right and sweep the legs out to the left, sitting down onto the right hip, possibly onto a pad, a bolster, or a blanket. Left hand to the right thigh. Use that hand to uh, spiral the left ribs towards the right. Again, walking the consciousness, the awareness up the spine. First noting the connection with the pose and the mat, the body and the earth. And then moving up around the low spine, around the abdomen, middle spine, ribs, upper back, chest, neck, and eventually head and gaze. Inhale, counter twist. And let's come all the way down to lie on our backs. Put any additional clothing on for our closing, our closing postures. So come on down to the earth. Feet are hip-width distance. Cross your right ankle over your left thigh, flexing your right foot. Draw the left thigh in towards your chest for um, thread the needle pose or figure four pose. Kind of like a pigeon on your back, a pigeon pose on your back. You can shift the right shin from side to side. You could do any variations on this that you, um, that you would like at this time. 
Releasing the low back, giving some attention to the outer hip, possibly. Whatever you're feeling, wherever you're feeling, that's valid. That's a valid feeling. You might avoid pain. So you might modify if you're in a shape that feels uh, unsustainable or... Um, or what would you call it, um, violent or destructive. That's to be avoided in our yoga practice. But it happens. Uh, left foot to the floor, unhook. Uh, left foot uh, flexes. Crossed ankle over the right thigh. Bring your hands interlaced behind the right thigh or in front of the right shin. And then possibly shin side to side, maybe some movement to explore this left side. Okay, un unhook. Feet back to the floor, right knee in and up towards the chest, interlace the fingers around the foot or grab the outside of the foot or use a strap and come to half happy baby, push the foot into the hand or the hands or the, the strap, pull the knee down, stay here or experiment with extending the left leg straight. Once the leg is straight, maybe the back of the leg tries to find ground, heel, calf, thigh, push earthward. Release the right foot back to the floor. Draw the left knee in and up towards the left armpit. Half happy baby left side. Push the foot into the hand, hands, or strap. Pull the knee down towards the earth. So as the leg comes down, draw it in so that the inner thigh comes close or to the outer ribs. And maybe the right leg extends. Heel down, calf down, thigh down. Question mark. Push your foot into your hands. Pull the knee down. Keep breathing. And finally, uh, bring the inner feet together. Soles the feet together. Interlace your fingers around the outer edges of the feet. Widen the knees out. Lengthen through the low back. Let the feet into the hands. Uh, curl the shoulders up away from the floor. Heads the arm bones up away from the floor. Back of the head stays grounded. And then bring it in. <laughs> knees together. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs. Grab your wrists, forearms, elbows for a big self-hug. Chin to chest, forehead towards the knees, squeeze the legs, round the spine, tuck the tailbone. And then let it go. Extend out through the legs, arms at your sides. Take a few moments to find your way into a 
savasana type shape. I'm a little a little short on time here. Uh, so if you would like to, if you have the time, if you have, um, yeah, if you have the time, please give yourself a nice long rest here. Um, I am going to start to wrap things up here. Um, so, but do take a few moments to lie on your back. So extend out through the legs. And the invitation for a short um, a short rest here is to bring the hands onto the body. So perhaps a hand comes to the, be- the belly, the uh, stomach. Another hand comes to the chest or the heart. Just for a few breaths, notice this challenge of um, breathing, noticing breath without trying to change the breath, without trying to direct or manipulate the breath, just seeing the breath as it is. It's almost comical how hard this exercise is. Something that we are doing 100% of the time, breathing. And especially off of the yoga mat, doing about, I would say, 99% of the time, 99.9% of the time. unconsciously, something that's just happening. But then once you turn your awareness to it, then we immediately want to change it. invite you back to your to, to your uh, control of the breath. <laughs> so with your next inhale, consciously draw more and more air into the lungs. Big breath in. And then if you like, as you exhale, audibly sigh, releasing breath out of the body. Bend the knees, place your feet on the floor, extend your left arm along your left ear. Shift onto your left side. 
and then push your way up to a seated position. Find your hands together in front of your heart and we'll chant Om one single time to close the practice. Exhale, empty, empty, empty the lungs. Inhale fully. Thank you for your presence, your patience today, and your devotion to this practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste.